Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Recorded live. Hey kids, welcome to another episode of Just Talking to the Court. Whoa, excuse me, that was a little bit of a belch right there. <laughs> It'd be just talking in the cornfield uh, with Earl and the Colonel. Uh, your Belcher host is uh, myself, Earl. Say hi to the kids, Colonel. Uh, hello, and thank you for being disgusting. I think it actually fits very well with the motif today. Disgusting? You're, bel- you're belching for the audience? I mean, at least it was get halfway it was into the show. It was, it was an accident. I'm not even halfway into the show. I'm halfway into the, the, the first sentence. <laughs> Um, tonight, uh, we're going to be doing our, uh, our, uh, mean episode, or, uh, as we like to call it, the Jared Weaver All-Stars, or as I said on the, on the, uh, on the, uh, talk up to the show, the Fall Stars. So, uh, formerly good to great players that, uh, that, uh, really just need to go away. And, uh, and, uh, it all started because, you know, of how difficult it is to watch Jared Weaver pitch nowadays, Right. Uh, yeah, you actually tipped me off to this last year. Um, I'm used to, you know, Jared Weaver being decent, uh, watchable, having some semblance of talent. And, you know, he had the last two years of the ERA was like four and a half and five. But, it's you know, there's a lot of pitchers with that. But then when I started to watch it and realize he isn't coming close to 90 miles an hour, he just does not have the stuff to pitch with, you know, without a fastball. No. He, he's bad yeah so we're gonna we're gonna get into that uh, a little bit later we're gonna talk some uh some stadiums that need to go away as well um uh i think those are going to be pretty obvious when, once uh you know once once we start talking about them mm-hmm. um but uh in the meantime uh let's talk mike trout <laughs> yes yes let's, let's definitely talk is uh, it possible that we've been underrating Mike Trout. Is he even better? Let me put it this way. All right. Top of your head. Who are the three best players in baseball right now? Generally, uh, the three young players that everybody would want on their team. Uh, okay, well, well, I mean, most people say uh, Machado, Trout, Hopper. I happen to think Nolan Arenado is probably better than anyone will give him credit for because they give him the Colorado uh, you know, right. penalty. Yeah. But let's go with your first three guys. Yeah. Those first three guys, Kraut, Harper, and Machado, all were rookies in 2012, right? Yeah. Generally, God, generally speaking, people, yeah. Um, obviously, Machado only played 51 games that year. Um, so, you know, he didn't nearly have the you know, nearly full season that both uh, uh, Harper and Trout did. And, and Trout actually uh, came up for a, a cup of coffee uh, in 2011. 
But they've all had rookie status in 2000, 2012, and they're generally, the three of them are considered to be the three best young players in, uh, in baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at career war, wins above replacement, uh, baseball reference, Mike Trout's career war is greater than the sum of Manny Machado and Bryce Harper. Is that That's true? That is true. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, Machado missed, missed half a season his uh, his his uh, third year for injuries, and you know, obviously, uh, uh, what happened to Harper last year, but it's still like Trout's in in the, in the low fifties. I think Machado is around twenty three point something, and and uh, Harper is twenty seven. That's unbelievable. That that's 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 a that's a gangbuster stat right there. Wow, I didn't even know that. And, and to answer your question that you were asking, I can't me, really, I can't take take credit for that. Uh, I think uh, Jesse Spector or Ted Berg. Oh, Spector. Ted Berg's a big uh, Mike Trout's. Mike Trout facts guy. Um, uh, I, I think I think he's the one that posted that earlier today. It was either him or Jesse Specter, I forget. Um, well, you know that um, we have the uh, Mike Trout War Meter on the uh, on the website that I added, just because it was just so amazing um, to see uh, where he is in history. Um, did you ever take a look at that? You ever see that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I, I look at it all the time. So, um, but to answer your question, which I didn't get a chance to answer, do I think that we underestimated Trout? No, I think I underestimated Trout. <laughs> I don't think you did. I really, yeah. really well, No, I'm just saying we, I didn't mean me and you. I just meant the baseball world, you know. Uh, is it possible he's even better than he's been the past five years? I mean, you even texted me earlier today. Mike Trout just doing Mike Trout stuff today. He had a home run, a double, home run, a double, a stolen base, played some great defense. You know. Yeah, no, I, 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 um, I definitely think that he's he, that people underrated him because I don't think they've ever seen anything like this before. Sort of like you know, I mean, I, I hate to use this comparison, but when Tiger Woods first came up, right? You know, he, you know, he. He was. There was a line that that um, was said about Jack Jack Nicholas. Ernie Palmer said a great line, a great sports quote about Jack Nicholas. Says he plays a game to which I am not familiar. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, what a great quote. And that's what they started to say about Tiger Woods. He's just yep. too good that they have yep. to change golf to accommodate how good he is. And they were. And they, they they made they made fairways tighter. Longer, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly correct. And I saw something today on Twitter that said that Mike Trout is now fifth all time in stolen base percentage. So they said, "Wow, right." So they said, "So here's another category, you know, for Trout." And um, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's funny, you know. Um, in 2012, I, I drafted a uh, Mike Trout in our fantasy league. Uh, you know, he was he started the year in the minors, but you know, gave him. I drafted him because of his speed. I had no idea about the rest of this stuff. Uh, I drafted okay. him. I, I drafted him because 
I heard he was the fastest guy, you know, home, home to first base. I had no idea. What, I had no idea what. I had no idea what he looked like. No idea any of that stuff. And uh, speed has become a forgotten part of his game, but it's still it's still there. Yeah, yeah. He's um, yeah. He's uh, what's one of the like eight stolen bases, one clutch stealing. Um, I, I don't know what to say. I, it's, you know, he's not hitting like Tony Gwynn, where he was hitting 370, you know, every year for a couple of years. Uh, he's not, you know, doing Wade Boggs. He's, what he's doing, he is the epitome of a six-tool player because you know how they say five tools? You know what the five tools are? <laughs> Sorry about that. I, got, I, I, I accidentally hung up. Oh, God, okay. Well, um, he, I hope you just kept. I hope you kept just kept talking though. I did, I did. What I what I said about Trout is he's the epitome. You know how they say a five-two player? There's a six-tool. Um, that they've added not, to the five-tool player. Let's not get personal here. No, no. You know, you know what it is. They say you know if you can run, hit, hit for power. Um, uh, well, uh, throw a field. You know whatever right. the five, five tools. Well, getting on base is you know the the, the sixth tool. If you can if you can get on base, there's got, there's guys who can get on base even if they don't hit for average. You know the right. the first baseman on the Cardinals is Mac. What's his name? Mac Carpenter. Mac You know. So mm-hmm. I said, well, there's there's that. Um, and and I don't think there's ever been anybody comparable um, that has. That has the tools that he has, and he's 25. He's 25. He came in to today. Um, it's, it's almost hard to believe. He came in today, uh, leading the American League in on-base percentage and slugging, batting 343, 456, 730, uh, OPS plus of 225, um, with a 2.9 wins above replacement. He, we're going to wake up tomorrow, and it's going to be May 22nd, and he's going to have a wins above replacement of 3.0 or over. <laughs> so that's how he's on pace have 12, right? Is that right. what you're telling yeah. me? <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, well, as of, um, yeah, you know, he, he's close to triple crown standings. I think your uh, you're right fielder for the, for the Yankees is actually, you know, cock-blocking him there. Yep. Um, but, uh, oh, I, I, I mean, it's a great question. Is he underrated? Um, I didn't. Un- you didn't underrate him. Uh, I probably didn't. I've ha- I've had him in my strat league since he was uh, in high school. I just right. you know people are like wow you're brilliant. You took uh, you know Brody's going to be on the call a bit and you know my, used to be and he's like oh you're so you know I was going to take Trout but you took him you took him I'm like I had no freaking idea he was this good. Who would? Who would know? Because there's never been anybody this good. You know, so that's exactly that's, right. That's, that's my my opinion. Oh. I mean, certainly, certainly nobody that we saw. I mean, most likely the greatest player that that you and I ever saw is Barry Bonds. And Barry Bonds over his first five years wasn't this. No, definitely. he was a great player, but he wasn't. He wasn't this. No. Okay, right. you know? well, when we were talking last week, I, I think I brought up a little thing. I was having a conversation with my son, and I said. 
you know, I'm, we're watching, not only are we watching the best player, best overall talent since Willie Mays, he's likely beyond it. And, um, you know, God, God willing, he doesn't get into a hor- get, get a horrible injury or do something silly. We'll be blessed with seeing seeing this for God, another ten years. Another, another ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, whatever. I mean, you know, he's a kid still. Remember, you and I did that little thing where we said we're going to predict what Mike Trout's career stats will be by the time he retires. Yeah, yeah. I think we have to re- that readdress that. We're going to have to readdress that. I think we're both going to have to up it a little bit. Yeah, I, I think that was a fun little exercise that, that we did. Um, I did. I, rem, I don't know if you have, have yours handy. I mean, I, I have yours. Um, okay, so you, tell me, what, what we what we do? Uh, career batting average, you had 301. I had 298 because okay. I, I had 298 because I was doing the mantle thing. You know, he'll just, you know, he'll end up uh, slightly under. Um, right. On base, you had 427. I have 401. Clearly, uh, I'm off base with that based on what we're seeing. Okay. I, amazingly, I, I, he's at 408 right now. I mean, yeah. Hello. Yeah. No, okay. I, he, he's at 408 right now. Right. Um, but I, I think uh, I think he's learned you know, cutting down on his K's and, and getting some walks over the last couple of seasons. Yeah. Interestingly, we this you had 329 career stolen bases. I had 340. You had wow. 2,075 runs. I had 1,960. We both had 3,200 hits. Wow. <laughs> and and you had 579 home runs, and I had 553. Okay. That's pretty damn close. Pretty damn but, close, yeah. But if 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 we if we were to redo it, I I I, I mean, it's just it's just no way. It's know, pretty sick. It, it, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Bill, I have that file someplace. Uh, yeah, uh, from uh, from when we did it. Bill James has this thing called his favorite tool, and you yep. know, right? And it it, it actually pro- projects out um, players' careers, and he's always wrong. Um, and that's something I want to talk to you about. I don't know if we're going to have time to get into all this today, so I can maybe save it. But off the top of your head, of the numbers I just read, which number do you think is the most needs needs the most revision? God, I don't know. Um, he seems to be a better pure hitter than yeah. either of us gave gave credit for. Yes. Um. You know, uh, I think we did this a couple of years ago when after, you know, two seasons of 326, 323, he had gone down to 287. But then, you know, he was up to 315 last year. He's batting 343 this year. Maybe he's even a better hitter than we thought. Yeah. I mean, just hits a little average. Wow. His, his uh, on-base percentage in the past four years has gone 377, 402, 441, 456. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm not really, I'm not really sure. <laughs> the thing with him is he's been so consistent. His first full five years in the bigs, his OPS plus 168, 179, 168, 176, 171. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, no. Yeah, he's. Uh, to say that somebody could be better than that, and you know, so far this year he has been. It's been 225 this year. 
<laughs> do, do you know he's, um, I think he's eighth all-time or sixth all-time in OPS Plus, tied with Mantle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, um, uh, it, could you name the, the five that are in front of him? Just because one of them I wouldn't have gotten. Um, okay. OPS plus, you said Mantle is definitely ahead of him, or he's ahead Man- of him? Mantle and he are tied. All right. Mantle and he are tied. Okay. So you, de- you definitely got Ruth. Right. Garrig. Yep. Right. Fox. Uh, so funny you said that. That's, the, that's what I would have thought, but no. Um, okay, let me think. Uh, you got to say Bonds. Oh, yeah, Bonds, right. Okay. Um, and there's a surprise in there is what you're saying. Well, no, the surprise is that I was too stupid to not think of it. Williams. Got to be Ted Williams. Ted Williams, yep. And then there's, there's, there's... There's one one more? Yeah. Okay, so it's not it's not Mays or Aaron. I think they're a little below that. Uh, uh, Ty Cobb, uh, Rogers Hornsby. That's exactly right. Rogers okay. Hornsby was actually left off of an ESPN poll of greatest uh, right-handed hitters or something I saw, and that was just today. And that's ridiculous. Which is ridiculous because he was he's he's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and the, the thing with Hornsby is he he basically stopped, he basically retired in his early 30s, and not a 3,000. You know, he went. I think he went to managing. Of course, he went to managing because the league of their own. You think? Right. Yeah. So, right, Hornsby but, was my manager. <laughs> right. Right. He he didn't actually start hitting overwhelmingly. You know, dominant until he was in his mid 20s, and he basically stopped hit stopped playing in his early in his uh, early 30s. Uh, but he accumulated a 351 career average. And Rogers Hornsby, I guess. He was I like a player manager. For I mean, I know he played until he was like 41, but he was a more like a player manager. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. And I don't right. know why. I, I don't know why. But Rogers Hornsby has uh, is, uh, got a higher. But the tr- point is, the point I'm trying to make is, by the end of the year, Trout's going to pass <laughs> fucking Rogers Hornsby in OPS plus. That's pretty crazy. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm having a, uh, I'm having a bit of a, a bit. I'm a bit beclemped over this. <laughs> I'm a little beclemped. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. So we all know how good Mike Trout is. Uh, uh, briefly, let's just talk, talk about how good Aaron Judge is. Besides him hitting <laughs> his. <laughs> his league leading fifteenth uh, home run yesterday uh, displayed some defensive chops today. Uh, I know you texted me. Did you see that catch? I didn't see it until afterwards. Right. And, uh, but he made a diving catch into the uh, uh, warning track um, late in the game, and, uh, and it really just seems. And he's stolen a few bases now. It just doesn't seem like there's anything this kid can't do. Uh, no, when you see a guy of his size, you assume you know he's, he's not going to be a, a you know a good fielder. You know he's he's too big. He's he's not nimble enough. But right. But he, I've seen him make you know out of the ten best defensive plays this year, I've seen him make two of them. Um, and uh, I, I've seen including you know, including the catch today. 
including the catch today, the, the dive into the into uh, I mean that the dive into the stands at Yankee Stadium. It was at Fenway. Yeah. Oh, at Fenway. Oh God. Yeah. That that yeah. and then this today. I mean, not only did he dive, he actually dove like uh, well, you saw it. You know, he dove yeah. sort of like vertical. You know, um, yep. or you know, into without knowing where the wall was, which when his height is, was probably only about you know ten feet away. And, right. and caught the ball and, and was so the, – the guy on first was so shocked, he was standing at third base as Judge was throwing the ball back to first for the double play. Right. Yep. So, yeah. I uh, mean, there was no – I mean, when, when the ball went oh, – I guess it was Longoria that hit it? No. Well, uh, I, you know, I don't even know that. I don't even know who hit it. It was um, – I was so shocked by it. Anyway, um, right, off, right off the bat, though, it didn't look like – Judge had any chance to catch it. Hmm. And, yeah. You know, I only, like I said, I only saw it in replay. I was out and about all day, but uh, pretty amazing. Okay, go ahead and keep talking about them. I know you, you, you I know you yeah, heard that's, it. that's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Um, um, uh, what else happened in baseball this week? Oh, my God. Oh, this week? Oh, gee, that's a thousand things. Um, the, uh, uh, um, what's, Brewers are uh, actually in first place. They are. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Um, and uh, Freddie Freeman, Justin Turner, and Dallas Coyco all ended up on the DL. Did you hang up again? Nope, I'm here. Keuchel, um pinch nerve. Justin uh, Turner hitting 379 with a hamstring. And uh, Freddie Freeman with a fractured wrist. Fractured wrist, yeah. right? Um, and I got a I got a message the other day um, from uh, from Mr. B, who was a Kenley Jansen fan, and uh, he pointed out that Kenley Jansen is striking out 18 per nine innings. Yep. And there was a whole bunch of talk about major leagues. I actually just I don't know if you saw. I was just tweeting with not that I know him or he knows who the hell I am, Brian Kenny. Because okay. Jay Jaffe, Jay Jaffe, who I'm honored, does actually respond back to me. But that's your doing because I mentioned exotic gear that he's a fan of. Not that I fucking know any of it. <laughs> Jaffe, you know, I mean, and you knew he was married to Emma's fan, who I didn't even know. And so it's like, you know, the, you know, I get I'm, I'm a star parker, so I get you know excited when somebody responds back to me. Uh, right. Jay, Jay Jaffe always seems to. I don't know why, um, but uh, he got, I saw that the, he wrote this thing about him how. Home runs are going up, and and you know what are they doing about all these home runs? And Rob Manfred is concerned all the home runs. And I said, you know what they're leaning towards, or what what's not leading, what's going to eventually happen? What's got to happen is you got your Max Scherzer, you got your Verlander, but when you get to the end of the rotation, just fuck it, just just you know what I mean? Just get a guy out there who throws bullets for two innings, get another guy who throws bullets for two innings, get another guy who throws for three innings. And, and, you know, and he says, yeah, that's what Brian Kenny called bullpenning. Right, yep. You, you've heard of this, I guess? I never did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm saying, oh, it, it's, it's too, uh, it's too. Um, it goes too far against uh, the ingrained baseball thinking. Um, Colorado, a couple of years ago, tried to do something similar. But with their entire rotation, it wasn't. With, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't with um, their 
they basically were trying to um, limit their starting pitchers. They wanted to have like a group of like eight guys right. that were going to go out That's there and throw and throw seventy innings, uh, seventy seventy pitches. You know. And you can throw them instead of every five days, every four days. So now you're talking about having, you know, two of these guys go a game if you have eight of them. Uh, it didn't work out. Um, and, and there certainly have been teams that have played with their fifth starter where they'll occasionally bullpen it. Where, um, but nobody's really committed to it. You know? Well, but... Here's 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 the thing I saw. Let, let me read you the game stats of Willie Peralta of the Brewers. Okay, his recent game stats: uh, four innings, nine hits, six runs; five innings, eight hits, four runs; five innings, five hits, two runs; four innings, five hits, four runs; four innings, seven hits, seven runs. And they finally say this guy can't make it as a starter. Let's put him in the bullpen. He pitches two innings of the day, strikes out five. Right. You've seen what happened to Luke Hoshaper. You've seen what happens to Ray, to, uh, to to Wade Davis. Wade Davis. Yep. All, all of these guys are doing amazing things. They're marginal starters, yes. and they become relievers, and they yes. become amazing. Yes. Dylan Batantis was a, was a starter. Right. Uh, it, you know, and I know I know not everybody could do, but but there's a bunch of guys, right? Who Jeremy Apple was the guy that had a had a great great career as a reliever, was originally a starter and, and it didn't work out. You know, not, and I'm not going to say great career as a reliever, but a good career as a reliever. Uh, uh, certainly and, better better than what he would have had if if they had kept him to be a starter. There's uh, right, and, and when I mention this, so I I'm trying to do a little research. So I did I I actually did do a little research. Actually, Brian Kenny just wrote back just now. He said you know he liked whatever I just said. I'm very strange. I don't know. It's sort okay. of weird. I get I get such a rush. Um, <laughs> so I, I I sent the tweet the other day, and I basically showed the stats of the pitchers who were starters, and I showed the stats of the pitchers who pitch two innings or more. And, um, and the differential uh, on, uh, on whip is significant. The differential on ERA is significant. Everything, everything is better. Uh, and I just I keep saying it's coming. It's coming. Here it is. Starters, 4.3 ERA. Relievers with two innings plus, 2.82. Whip one three six, whip one one one. I said it's cut. Someone's going to do it, but they're not going to do it with the entire rotation. They're going to do it with the back end of the rotation. What do you think of that? You know, I'd really like to see it, uh, um, but it almost seems like it t- needs to take an injury to somebody in the starting rotation for a, a manager to uh, to 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 really you know sign on for it. Um, you know, it, it, I wish I wish that Colorado experiment had worked out a little bit better than it did. It worked out awful, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but uh, maybe they just didn't have the right pitchers for it. But yeah, I 
All right. Let me let me let me tell you. Uh, a couple of years ago, uh, or it might, it might have been just last year, we, you and I, uh, each did our ideal twenty-five man roster, picking current uh, uh, players. Mm. And that's exactly what I did. I picked four stud starters. And then for my fifth, and, you know, we've talked about, we were talking about roster management and what you wanted. And I had two lefties and two righties, uh, big strikeout guys. And then for my fifth starter, I went with three guys that I was going to pitch three innings each. Jesus. Wow. I don't even remember that. Yeah, this was last year. Yeah. Do you do you, do you still have that file? Oh, I'm sure. I, I'm sure I do someplace, but but you know, not not handy. Right, right, right. So I, I'm I'm trying to to do a little you know mental masturbation or a little research on on uh, on that um, and, try, and try to figure out. But but just because I'm I, I drift off the reservation a little too much, tell me you so you do think it's reasonable. It's exactly what I want to say. Uh, I think it makes all the sense in the world. The thing is, you've just got to convince management and the players that this is a this is a viable option. You know, uh, and the thing is, okay, say you get three guys that that are, that are going to combine be your fifth starter. You've got to convince them. You know, one of you is going to start. One of you is going to come in the middle. One of you is going to one one of you is uh, you know going to pitch towards the end. Um, you know, their their pitching wins still matter. Pitching wins matter because of arbitration. Uh, you know, getting a save matters. Getting a save matters. So, you know, how do you convince these three guys? Oh, I'm going to start you this week. I'm going to start you the following week. You're going to get innings four, five, and six this week. You're going to get innings, you know, seven, eight, nine this week. Or you know, you know, maybe you get seven and eight when we bring in a closer. So it's, 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 it's something that it, – it's ingrained baseball stubbornness that, that, that is just going to have to be it's, – it's going to have to be, uh, you know, changed, you know? Yeah, I'm actually writing this down because I didn't even think of that. Um, there, well, there was an article I, I saw the other day. I, I think it was Sports Illustrated. It basically said – I have it printed somewhere – that wins are, are a stupid stat, which you – Right. sort of, you know, talk about. And they said it, it's just not it's just not relevant anymore. They showed, I forget which pitcher it was, it was Chris Sale. They talked about how in six starts in which he has no decision, he gave up like six runs and pitched 40 innings or something crazy like that. Okay. Um, or, or, or games in which he lost or got no decision. Um, and yet there's there's plenty of pitchers you know who uh, who accumulate high win totals. You know on just 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 because they get high run support. And so they talked about how wins just aren't relevant. And I think I think uh, all the stats that work that people are doing and you know like Buster only today tweeted about Colorado is the pitcher staff that has given up the least hard hit balls. Well, you're doing all that detail research. How about a little basic research and saying how stupid wins are, which is really what you've been saying before right. I thought it. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and it's it's not you know not not me either you know I mean uh, you know Brian Kenny's been been railing about it for a decade you know Keith yeah. Law you know guys like this you know 
And then there's another stat that I found, a little, little bit of trivia, another stat that shutouts are, are a stat that's a waste now. I mean, shut up, keeping, you know, shutouts, they just, they just don't happen. Um, yeah, yeah, complete. Yeah, complete game shutouts just just are. It's it, it it's it's not that they aren't important, and I think they 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 really are important, but um, it's just that they don't they don't happen nearly as much. So so, Cliff Lee is the only pitcher since 1989 to have more than five shutouts in a season. So the team, wow. the, the, the league, league is always three, four, five, three, three. Right, and right now, right, right. so I found something fun. The, the last pitcher before Cliff Lee to have more than five shutouts in a season, Hershiser in 1988 had eight, but somebody else had 19, had eight in 1989. And I don't expect you to know who it is, but all I will tell you is it's Mark mm-hmm. Kissy's. Mark Hitchie's favorite pitcher. Tim Belcha. Tim Belcha. I just I saw that and I thought it was just something I had to bring up. But that's fine. The, the thing with the thing with these guys trying to limit touchdowns, li- limit limit home runs, I equate that to like the NFL trying to reduce touchdown passes. The thing that excites the fans the most, and it and it speeds up the game because. You know, the, yeah. the, you know, the, the base Clear the basis. <laughs> right. So, um, so right. So that's that's something I, I was trying to. I got into this whole bullpenning discussion because they saw because those two guys started to talk about all the home runs that are giving up. I'm like, what fan doesn't want to see a home run? Right. <sighs> that's funny. All right. So what else happened in baseball this week? Um, well, let's see. Matt Kemp is hitting three fifty one. Xander Bogart yeah. still hasn't hit home. Go ahead. Uh, well, Kemp was uh, was hurt for a week or two there, right? So he, you know, he has he hasn't played a, you know he hasn't played the full season, but yeah, it's still pretty impressive. You know, I think we kind of all forget what a good ball player Matt Kemp was or is. You know, he uh, well, you know he had that MVP season for uh, for, for for the Dodgers, then he got hurt. Uh, then wound up being, you know, traded to the Dodgers, uh, to the to the Padres, Dodgers, where right. you know, where he kind of toiled, and then uh, was traded to the Braves last year, and was actually a pretty productive player for the Braves last year, and has been this year. Of course, he's been he's been lights out. Yeah, he he, he was the Matt, Matt Kemp. I I actually saw him standing um, the other day. Uh, oh God, who's that right fielder? Um, Nick Markakis. Markakis. Yeah. So um, Nick Markakis is actually, um, you know, a pretty decent hitter himself uh, from sure. uh, from Long Island. And uh, Matt Kemp was standing next to him, and Matt Kemp was like four inches taller than him. And yeah, was, Matt Kemp's a big guy. Yeah. I had no idea Matt Kemp was that big a guy. You know, he's he's a monster. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, so Matt Kemp. Uh, uh, is uh, is doing uh, is doing quite well. Uh, I also was very happy to let you know that uh, Jay Bruce is hitting 185 this month. Nice. So you can, After you can his forward start this year, when he was hitting a bunch of home runs, uh, uh, he slowed down and, and is back to Jay Brucean levels. <laughs> Jay Brucean, I got to write that down. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, and uh, Brian Dozier 
has only five home runs. And this isn't that the guy that hit forty last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's a, he's he's off to a rough start. Uh, I think and he's 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 dealt with a couple of lingering ish, uh, injury issues too, though. And um, I have I have something I wanted to, sh- to share, but I guess we could do it after the after the All Stars. Um, I mean, you know, not we don't have to do it now. We can do it on another show. Mm-hmm. But the, the topic that I wanted to bring up, and I want you to think about it this week if you can. Jose Reyes the other day had um, hit us 2,000 hit. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, did you get to watch Jose Reyes when he first came up? Were you, were you paying attention yeah. to anything yeah. he was sure. doing? Uh, Fantastic. My, my, right. Jose Reyes, in my mind, probably should have had his 2,000 hit you know, sometime before this, perhaps. Yeah. Um, I know we had, you know, injuries, but this this sort of reminded me to think of guys like Carl Crawford and... Oh, uh, I remember how good he was. Yeah, and, and there was a stat the other day that I sent you that said that, that Hank Aaron and Derek Jeter hold the record for most consecutive seasons with 150 hits. Um, okay. The only reason Jeter's streak ended is because he got hurt. Right. But but are guys like Reyes and Crawford screwing up their careers by leaving their teams and jumping for bigger contracts? Well, I mean, it's also a type of player that that Ricky Henderson was a freak. I mean, uh, for a guy who played as long as he did without as many major major injuries, uh, uh, you know, call. Jose Reyes, uh, by the time he was 25, you know, uh, when he was 25, he had his, uh, probably his best season. He had 204 hits. Uh, um, but he had, you know, just finished four seasons where he had 190, 194, 191, 204 uh, hits. And then in 2009, he wound up only playing 36 games at the age of 26. And then, you know, he was up to 133, 126, 160, then down to 93. You know, he's a guy that's dealt with a lot of, you know, leg injuries uh, because of the type of player that he is. You know, he's, this is a guy that stole 78 bases in, 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 in 2007. Um, and Carl Crawford was the same kind of player, you know, legs, speed. And it just seems like those guys become a little bit more fragile, are a little bit more fragile than, than you know, you mentioned a guy like Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter is you know, uh, was was an all-around player. He had a little bit of speed. He had a little bit of pop. He could hit for average. Um, and, you know, he was a big, sturdy guy. You know. Uh, these guys are smaller, dependent upon their legs. Um, mm-hmm. So, no, I'm not surprised that, that both of their – and I don't know if it was because, you know, they wound up leaving their, they, you know, their, you know, their, their respective teams. Um um, Reyes went to Miami in 2012, and you know led the league in plate appearances. So he actually had a full a full season, you know, there. You know, it wasn't as productive as, as he was when he was with the Mets, but you know he he did have he did have a full season. Um, you know, and then he wanted to go to you know Toronto and whatever, and playing playing on artificial turf and 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 whatnot. Uh, Carl Crawford. <laughs> Carl Crawford just seemed like the kind of guy that was going to break down to me. I wasn't surprised at all when Carl Crawford broke down. Is he still even in the majors? 
Oh God, no, no. He was dro- he, he the Dodgers dropped him. I think last year. He did play well, last year. Yeah, yeah. At some point last year, they finally just said, "All right, we're going to pay you. Just, just, just go, just, just go away." Um, Man, he, there was, he, he was he he only played thirty games with the, the Dodgers last year. Yeah. But think about players like look at Andrew Jones. Andrew By the Jones, way, he's still, he's still being paid uh, 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 twenty-two million this year by the Dodgers. So let's not feel too bad for Carl fucking Crawford. No, no. I, I'm, I'm just talking about from a, from a statistic standpoint. Look at a guy like Andrew Jones who mm-hmm. was on his way to a Hall of Fame career and he left Atlanta and just, uh, you know what I mean? He was 30 years old when he left Atlanta. Right. After playing that 12 season. So we don't have to get into all this all this now. Um, but I'm, I, I want you to think about that you can – think of all these guys who left their teams. Cano really, really, really took a big step back when he left the Yankees. Right. You know, and, and I, I guess he's, you know, he's back, you know, to, to where he was. But um, that well, – well, let, let me just say one thing about Andrew Jones. Andrew mm-hmm. Jones, when he was 30 in his last season with, with Atlanta, that is 222 yeah. with a 311 on base percentage and 413 slug. He was not a good player, and he played in 154, 154 games that year. He, uh, you know, I mean, he, the year before he had 41 homers, but you know, batted 262. This, this is a guy that that really fell off a cliff at the age of 30. Not specifically because he left Atlanta, but because of his age and how good he was when he was young, and how good he was when he was younger. I I just have to try to I'm trying to quantify all these great players who uh, who took these you know these big step backs you know after they left uh, the team and I'm you know like would the Mets if 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 Reyes decided to take less money or whatever they offered him and stay stay with the Mets would he have a better career trajectory than he had after bouncing around? Right. So, so that's. That's the thought. So I, I'm look. I'm going to start looking for other guys, um, other guys like like that. Um, some people seem to produce wherever they were, like Teixeira, uh, even though they bounced around. But right. um, so that that's that's something I'm working on. All right. Um, so why don't we go into our big topic of the day, which is the Jared Weaver All Stars, if, if that's okay with you. Uh, I want yes, to be a little yes, bit yes. shorter of a show because I've, I've got a big long day tomorrow. But uh, um, talking again about Jared Weaver, um, Jared Weaver this year, um, oh, I mean, he's fucking awful. Uh, but there was a time when, when, when people were talking about, you know, the best pitchers in baseball, um, he certainly was, was, was in the conversation uh, when, when, he, when he was younger. Uh, and, I, and I don't really recall him having, like, blazing, blazing stuff. Oh, I'm just I'm just looking. Uh, uh, a day ago, uh, uh, Weaver uh, was was placed on the on the, on the disabled list with uh, Ooh, my armitis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, my arm. Uh, <laughs> but he's 30, he's 34 now. You know he'll be 35 um, this this year. But 
you know, as recently as 2014, he led the league in, in, in uh, wins with 18. Even though he was a shell of the pitcher that he was in 2012, you know, in 2011 when he was, you know, uh, two and three with, uh, you know, in, in Cy Young, uh, you know, voting. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, now this year, this year he's been, he's been a shell of what he was. And it was your idea to do this, to do this segment. I just want everybody to know for posterity because we're going to get really mean. And the idea is we're each going to pick our players at every position that really just need to go away. Right. Kind of like Jared, Jared Weaver just needs to go away. Yeah. Yeah. Jared Weaver was a, he was a phenomenal college pitcher. Um, probably had some of the best stats I've ever seen. Um, I don't know if you if you uh know how uh, no, I don't I don't know what I never call college. Okay, he he went to Long Beach State in his senior year. He was fifteen and one. He only lost the last game of the season. Okay. Um two hundred and thirteen strikeouts in hundred and forty four innings. Um with a one point six three ERA. So he had back to back seasons of sub two ERA in college. You know, 200 strikeouts and 144 innings is phenomenal. Even if you're playing, pretty impressive, yeah. Literally, but so so I guess he just it was a case of only having so many bullets in the gun, like Tim Lincecum. Um yeah. And uh, and but he's got to go. <laughs> I can't wait to hear some of these people that you have. Yeah. This this year he's 0-5 with a 7.44 ERA. Uh, um, leads the league in in earned runs. Uh, he's got. Uh, more home. Uh, I said earlier that Aaron Judge leads the league in home runs, but Jared Weaver actually leads the league in home runs. I mean, giving up home runs with oh, so six, 16 after last year uh, in a full season, giving up 37 and lead, leading the league. So, uh, how many innings has he pitched this year? He's pitched 42 innings, 42 and a third, and given up 16 home runs. That's insane. That's, that's insane. That's that's bad. Yeah. The capital piece of so pitching um, pitching half of his games in a in, in a pitcher's ballpark. Oh my god, the trainings in San Diego. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, you got to go. You got to go. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Um, so I know so, you want to be quick. So basically, what I did is I went down. You know, catcher, first base, second base, third base, shortstop, three outfield right. positions. I picked the DH. I picked the starting pitcher. We because we're not picking Jared Weaver to be the starting pitcher. We're no, uh, I didn't. No, that's right. That's yeah. that's that's a given. That's a given. Right. Uh, and a relief pitcher. So uh, why don't we start with catcher? Um, who do you got as a catcher that needs to go? Okay, I. <laughs> this is so fucking fun for me. Um, I actually think you and I are probably going to pick the same same person here. Okay. Um, because we talk about him at least every third or fourth show. I picked uh, Arizona catcher uh, Jeff Mathis. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Mathis is uh, an early 30-year-old catcher, a career batting average under 200. When you get 2,500 plate appearances and you have a career batting average under 200, you're either related to the owner or you've got pictures of something. <laughs> you got to go. He's got to go. I mean, this, this, he's, he's just god-awful of a hitter. Um, I don't care how good you are defensively. You still come up. Uh, and he's, he's, look, at these, 
three of these seasons, 195, 174, 218, 181, 200, big fucking celebration, 161, and this year he's at 184. Last year. Well, you, you, you skipped a year last year when he was 238. Right. Come on. I, I was about to say he had a career year last year at 238. That was a career year for him. So, <laughs> so in my mind, Jeff Mathis has got to get go. Yeah, you know, okay, so I tried uh, – let me, let me tell you uh, a little bit of my, my – uh, uh, the way that I went about this. Uh, I, I wanted to look at guys – that were uh, still regulars or at least semi-regular. And, and, and I'm going to admit to you here, Jeff Mathis fell off my radar because he only has 79 plate appearances this year so far. Okay. Um, uh, but I, was, I also wanted to pick guys that were in their 30s because I felt it was too mean to say anything about the guys that were in their 20s. Um, but I actually went with uh, a, a guy that didn't make the majors until he was 27. Um, his first full year wasn't until he was 30. And, and he had people talking for a couple of years like he was, you know, a pretty good, pretty good uh, uh, catcher. But Stephen Vogt, uh, and now at 32, is batting 218, 273, 356, and he's the primary catcher for the Oakland A's, and he got a gout. <laughs> He was he was he was he was also pretty bad last year too. So I don't know uh, what we saw when he was a thirty when he was a twenty twenty nine thirty year old uh, a little bit different. But uh, but but at thirty two, yeah, he doesn't seem like he's he's capable of being anything other than a backup catcher, which okay. is what he was. Which is what he was for for several years when he first came up. But like I said, didn't even make the majors until he was twenty seven. Okay, just. just... We're we're gonna have some differences here because I had a different approach. Okay. Um, I just pick people. I just need to go. Okay. So so, uh, but Stephen Vote is uh, definitely definitely a good choice. Um, do, do you want to pick the next position and player? I'll just go down the line. Let's do uh, first base. You want me to go first with my first baseman? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm gonna go with a guy. He's uh, um. Many will consider to be a potential Hall of Famer. Of course, at a different, oh. at, of course, at a different position. Uh, but I'm going to go with Joe Maurer as a first baseman that got to go. He's 34 now. He's right. uh, he's a first baseman he, who bats like a middle infielder. He's uh, he's hitting 263, 24, 364 this year. You know, uh, I. Oh, how the mighty have fallen! Is is really just what you want to say about uh, about Stephen Vogt? I mean, uh, about uh, about Joe Maurer. Um, you know, one of the best catchers we've seen uh, with the bat. Uh, you know, he had that one crazy power year, but but most generally it was a high batting average. Led the league in, in, in hitting a couple of times. MVP. Um, but but really at this point for a young rebuilding Minnesota team to throw this guy out there playing first base all the time just because of, you know, he's, you know, Minnesota boy there, you know, he's you know, uh, under, you know, uh, a ridiculous contract, but he, he got to go. Mm, yes. Yes. I, I, I do. Uh, I, I would agree with that. Yes. I'm 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 good with that. 
uh, I think what we had this conversation about the worst contracts in that completely. Yeah. That was a long time ago, and that that's that the juice is still running on that. Oh boy. Okay. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna tell you uh, who I picked for first base. Remember, we had different. You know, not a lot of my guys are full time. They're yeah. just guys that I have to see go. Okay. Um, I'm, I picked a guy named named Jeffrey Marte. Oh sure. Who is who, who's uh, for the Angels? And let me tell you why I picked Jeffrey Marte. Um, he uh, he's basically doing what Albert Pujols did last year for the Angels, in which he sometimes gets on base, sometimes hits for home runs, and sometimes plays below average defense. Uh, they already have one of those playing first base for the Angels. They don't need another. And there's two okay. other things about Jeffrey Marte. I don't like the fact that he spelled his name J-E-F-R-Y. I don't like that. I don't like looking at it. <laughs> Jeffrey, Jeffrey, but, Jeffrey. Right. It bothers me. Do you remember that? That was yes, old, Bill Bill Co- Co- old Bill Cosby. The old Bill Cosby bit. Yeah. And let me tell you another reason why he's got to go. This has been a really bad year for the Martes. Okay, let's yeah. start with let's start with Kettle Marte of Seattle, who lost his job in the off season in the trade in mm-hmm. which they got Sakura. Yeah. Then we'll talk about Sterling Marte, Starling Marte, Starling. And then we also have to talk about Andy Marte, who lost his wife. Also. Also, it was a PED suspension, wasn't he? Well, Andy Marte passed away in a auto accident. Oh, right, 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 right. A- Andy Marte was, was the guy that died the same week, the same day. Same that, day. Uh, that, uh, oh, who was the other Dominican player that, 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 uh. The Kansas City, uh, starting pitcher. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. So, so, when you, when you pass away in a car accident as a former major leaguer, and that's not even the biggest news of the day because a better major leaguer passed away in the same country of a car. Yeah, it was a bad day. Yep. So, so for all those reasons, Jeffrey Marte has got to go because it's a bad year for the Martes. I, I couldn't agree more. All right. Um, let's go second base. You go first. Okay. So, so the, the person I picked at second base um, – is someone who might surprise you that I picked him because he's not he's not awful um, statistically. Uh, actually, do you know who Colton Wong is? Sure, Colton Wong is a second baseman for for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, he always seemed like he was on a you know like you know the next big thing for for the past like seems like five years now. That that's right, right. He was a Hawaiian baseball player, played his college ball in Hawaii. Do you remember what Hawaiian, he did? Hawaiian baseball player. <laughs> He's hitting uh, a good, you know, 280 plus this year. You know, not no real power, some decent on base. Do you what? Do you remember what he did? Did he got picked off in the playoffs? Oh that, yeah, that, yeah. Remember that? Yep. Okay. Colton Wong has got to have the lowest baseball IQ I've ever seen <laughs> of, a, of a major leaguer. There's a ground ball to first. There's a ground ball to second base. No one's at first, and the guy throws to second base. The guy, the guy 
tags up, you know, on on a fly ball that's still in the air. If you watch this guy day after day, you could not believe he's leading the major leagues in errors for second base. Right. And it's it's not the Steve Sachs, you know, whatever the the the, the yips thing. He's just dumb. And 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 the card, the poor frigging Cardinals that have to deal with this guy, you know, and he's always out of place when a runner is stealing second base. If if it's a if it's a left-handed batter, you know how the, the infielders they look at each other and say who's mm-hmm. going to take the base. And it's only with a guy like Derek Jeter where the guy at second base shortstop was like, well, who's going to take it? Is he going to pull it or is he going to hit opposite field? Generally speaking, if you're a right-handed hitter, the, the second baseman takes the bag. If you're a left-handed hitter, the shortstop right. takes the bag. Not this fucking guy. Okay. <laughs> okay. The, the, there's a right-handed hitter, you know, at, at the plate. Um, guy goes to steal a base. Yadi Molina throws the ball, and, and Colton Wong is standing at the fucking second base. <laughs> He's got to have the lowest baseball IQ I've ever seen, and because of that, and his name is Wong, he's got to go. <laughs> because of his name is Wong. He All did right. go to uh, 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 Kamehameha High School, though, which I kind of dig, dig. King Kamehameha. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, my, my second baseman who's got to go um, is a guy that not too long ago was a pretty productive uh, middle infielder uh, for for the Nationals. Uh, I'm, I'm going with Danny Espinosa. Danny Espinosa was a guy oh, that a that um, used to when he was with uh, you know Washington. Uh, you know Washington let him go because they they they, they had to make uh, uh, room for um, uh, Trey Turner basically. You know, they had Daniel Murphy, they had, uh, um, uh, you know, and they had, they had Trey Turner with who they wanted to come in at second base. So, you know, Espinosa was a guy that played some shortstop, played some, played some second base. Um, was was also a guy that, um, you know, could hit you 20, 21 home runs, steal 20 bases for you. Uh, he never was, he never actually did both in the same season. But, you know, he was right around the, that kind of level. 2020 kind of guy. Even last year with Washington, he had 24 home runs, stole nine bases. He also batted uh, 209, um, which is one of the reasons why they were happy to see him go. Uh, this year, he's batting, uh, you know, he went, went to the Angels, and, I, and he was one of the reasons why I picked the Angels to do a little bit better than they have in the past couple of years. I was like, oh, you know, Danny Espinosa, Danny Espinosa in, in, in a better situation, uh, playing, playing second base for them. Um, yeah, but no. Uh, he's batting 147, 229, 279 this year. And just seems absolutely lost at the plate. Uh, you know, he's the anti-trout. No, I'm sorry. That's mean. But yeah, yeah. We're going to be mean. We're, we're going yeah. to be mean. But he's just awful. And, and he was a guy that, you know, like I said, a lot of analysts used to think was, you know, he was he was he was he was a guy who had twenty twenty potential every year, and uh, I just don't see it anymore. And, he's, and you know he turns this is his age thirty season, so he fits he fits that uh, category for me. Yeah, yeah the, the the Angels have a serious problem in their management for the decisions that they continuously make. And you know if you, if you take a look at Espinosa, he got five million dollars this year. Yeah. To do what he's doing, five million dollars. So, yep. So. I I agree. I am in full support of your decision. 
he was actually on my list, and, and he definitely, definitely has to go. Yeah. All right, let's go to third base. Uh, you want me to go first with third base? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, this one's a little sad because um, he just really hasn't given his team anything over the past three years, and he's a former all-star MVP candidate, um, definitely a face of his franchise. I'm going with David Wright. Hasn't played a game this year. Uh, He suffered another – they were hoping to get him 120 games this year. Uh, Suffered another setback this week, you know, uh, just announced, uh, you know, I think a day or so ago. Um, You know, the Mets were anticipating getting him back uh, by the end of May. Uh, that's not going to happen. Now they're not even putting a timetable on it. And there are some that are thinking he may not play again this season. Now this is a guy with spinal stenosis, um, uh, shoulder issues. To me, it just seems like he's done. And, and, you know, he, he, he's a guy that they spent a lot of money on, you know, uh, if you remember famously, it was kind of like the decision: Are they going to go with David Wright or are they going to go with Jose Reyes? Now, it turns out neither, neither, neither would have been the uh, right decision. Would have been I the correct decision. That. That's right. Yeah. Would would have been the correct decision, but uh, but uh, but David Wright, yeah, over the past three years, has made twenty million a year, and is going to be making twenty million this year, uh, twenty million next year, fifteen million in thirty-six, and another twelve million in. in uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Fifteen million in uh, in 2019 and another twelve million in 2020. So besides the twenty million that he's owed this year, you know, and they're be, they're going to be able to get some insurance money for him if he misses, you know, uh, I think sixty percent of the games, they can get seventy five percent of his salary from insurance. But it's killing, and he just doesn't appear like he's he's going to be he's ever going to be healthy again, and. Uh-huh. Certainly not enough to play third base. Uh, you know, last year uh, he played 37 games for them, batted 226. The year before he played 38 games for them. I mean, he's just done. And the year before he play, actually played 134 games, but only had an OPS of 698, which is not you know what you're what you're paying a guy 20 million a year for. Ross, I, so, I, I sad and mean. I'm picking. I'm picking David Wright. Uh, Russ, I, I, if you're if you're listening, I, I know at times you you listen on replay. We talked today. Uh, I apologize if we're picking on your Mets, but I think Earl is absolutely right. David Wright has got to go. Got to go. <laughs> it was your choice. Well, you see, this is where I'm going to keep this. This is why we have differences. I actually picked somebody. He was a full-time player last year. He was a young player for uh, for Kansas City. Kansas City first off is all over the map with this. They're just terrible. Um, there were there were about five guys on, on Kansas City that you that we could have picked. Yeah. 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 But but I, I picked I I had a little bit remember this is guys I just want to see gone and I'm picking Chesler Cuthbert. Excuse me? Chesler Cuthbert. Okay. <laughs> was their starting third baseman after Mustakas got hurt last year. Um, and the reason I'm picking Chesler Cuthbert is because he's got an awful name. I don't think I ever would want a major leaguer 
Chesler Cuthbert is not a major leaguer. He's a guy who gets your fucking laundry. Chesler Cuthbert, you know, is, is a made-up name in a cartoon character of a movie that you watch. He's not a major league player. And the fact that he's hitting one fucking, I, I don't even know, what 151 as of yesterday, he's that's yeah. not a major leaguer. So, so, and, and I hate looking at the name. I hate seeing it. And Chesler Cuthbert, you know I like prospects. But when I see a guy like that who came up, I never would put him on a prospect list because it's not a prospect name. Chesler okay. Cuthbert. So that's why he's got to go. All right. I, 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 I'll accept it. Uh, okay. Acceptable. Okay. Now, uh, let's go Let's go shortstop, and, uh, and uh, you're going to go first with this one? Okay. So um, I'm going to go uh, with a guy who um, I used to like um, because he used to play for my team. Um, and, uh, and he, he actually was the shortstop for the Brewers when the Brewers started, you know, coming out of their long drought. Um, okay. and then he was traded to, uh, to the twins at, at the end of his contract at 27 and he signed with Baltimore. Um, I'm picking JJ Hardy. Right. And, and, uh, so this is sort of along the lines of your line of thinking guys who played a long time. Um, mm-hmm. I, J.J. Hardy uh, in, um, hit 30 home runs for the Orioles in 2011, 22, then 25, then 9, then 8, then 9 last year and only 2 this year. Um, he's, a, he's a low on base guy. He's mm-hmm. a pretty good fielder, um, but I am sick of watching J.J. Hardy um, sort of do uh, – J.J. Hardy things, as we're saying, and which is either right. I'm going to hit a home run or I'm going to ground out. Um, yeah, but he hasn't even really been a home run hitter since 2013. Right. You know, uh, you know, you know, you know. When he was with, when he first came up with Baltimore, you know, thirty. He was he was a thirty home run guy, thirty home runs, twenty two, twenty five. Then he's yeah. gone down to nine, eight single digits in the past in, in the past three years. Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, you know, you know, I'm not going to argue with, with you on this one. Uh, my choice for uh, shortstop that's got to go is also J.J. Hardy. Oh, is that and, right? Yep. Uh, this year he's hitting 194, 237, 278. And I look at these stats and I and I say, this is the guy that that is keeping Manny Machado at third base at rather third than base. His, rather than his his natural where he wants to play shortstop. Yes. Yes. This is a guy that since 2014 has hit 248, 287, 356, the 75 OPS plus. He's terrible. Yeah, I, I don't care if he's a decent, decent shortstop. You play Manny Machado at shortstop, and you find somebody else to play third base. Absolutely, fantastic point. Love it, and that's why I fucking love the reason why him. I, I love doing the reason it. why I picked him. Besides his terrible stats, though, was exactly that. This is the this is the guy that, that that's keeping Machado from playing shortstop. Come on, yeah. yeah. Wasn't Chris Davis the first baseman, a third baseman as well? Couldn't they Chris put, Davis did come up as a third baseman, yeah. But yeah, couldn't I, they no, put you know, Trum, Trumbo at first, Davis at third, and Trey Mancini at DH? Should think it put Pedro Alvarez at third. Where the hell's Pedro Alvarez? Isn't he still on the team? No. No? 
Okay. No, I don't know where he is. He gone. He gone. He, well, he, he was on the team last year. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah. No, but, I but, mean, it, but to me, it just always seems like it's harder to find a top-notch shortstop than a top-notch third baseman. Right. Maybe, and maybe I'm wrong there, you know. But uh, but yeah, uh, uh, he he got to go. He got to go. Ru- ruining the team. And it's, and, and it's unfortunately probably going to be too late because you know, uh, you know. So okay, so I'm saying I, I don't even know. Um, Hardy, when, when is this contract over? This year. This year. Okay, yeah. so the o- Orioles have one more year of Machado before he goes to free agency. Right? Hello? Hi. I said the Orioles have one more year of free agency before uh, uh, before Machado. One more year of Machado before he goes to becomes a free agent, right? Yes. Okay. Cool. So next year, Manny Machado plays shortstop or third base? Manny Machado uh, plays – he's got to play shortstop next year. So, right. You'd uh, think. Um, that's right. 2018 he's, – he's a free agent in 2019. Manny Machado. Right. Um, so, oh, God. I guess he plays wherever the hell he wants to because Hardy is not going to get renewed. He's got a, he's got an, he's got a uh, team option. They're not going to accept it. Um, no. But but this is a team that actually – what are they in first? Are they tied in first with the Yankees, Orioles? Where, where are they? Uh, yeah, Yankees lost two or three this weekend, so it's entirely possible. Oh, he's, they, they just – you got to find a, uh, a a nice little defensive shortstop, uh, put him in a, a, a nice little third baseman, get rid of J.J. Uh, Hardy. You're right, move Machado to short, do something, just just get the albatross out of the lineup. If he was hitting a home run, it's one thing. But 278 on ba- uh, slug, I mean, that's yeah. that's, that's yeah. awful. All right, let's move to left field. Uh, I'm going to go first with this one. Uh, I think I picked pretty much the obvious left fielder that's, uh, that's out there. Um, um, this is a guy that I used to be a big fan of his. Uh, I thought he had an underrated game, uh, uh, came up as a third baseman, um, turned, blossomed into a, a stellar defensive left fielder, uh, especially when you look at advanced metrics, uh, uh, you know, uh, Defensive run saved and all that kind of stuff. Uh, was always good for 20 home runs a year or so. Uh, uh, actually had over 50 doubles one year. Uh, was given a big, big contract by uh, by the Kansas City Royals, and they clearly wish that they could they could, they could take that back because uh, my man Alex Gordon this year mm-hmm. is batting 170, 282. This is the one that kills me: a slugging percentage of 207. He is the worst everyday player in baseball. And he's being paid $16 million this year. He's being paid $20 million next year. He's being paid $20 million the year after that. And then, uh, you know, the, the two teams, uh, the, the two of them, uh, they have a mutual option for, uh, for uh, $23 million in 2020. Uh, with a four million dollar buyout, uh, I, I believe the Royals have already written that check, and it's 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 sitting on uh, on somebody's desk in, in their in their accounting office uh, uh-huh. because 
Alex Gordon, unfortunately, I like the guy. Uh, but it seems to me at, at, at 33, he done. He got to go. Last year, he had 220, 312 with a 380 slug. And he's just, just awful. It, is there anything that you could actually point to that can explain why he's so bad? Well, I, you know, I don't watch him all the time like, like some people do, but even Kansas City Royals um, <laughs> analysts and, uh, and writers yeah. are, are just, just can't wait for this guy to go away. <sighs> because they're not a team that can afford to pay a guy $20 million a year Especially when he hits like Alex Gordon, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. And they gave him a, and they just gave him a four-year, seventy-two million dollar contract. You know, after, uh, be, you know, before, uh, before last year. Mm-hmm. So his current well, contract, well. yeah, his current contract started in two thousand seventeen. Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry, it starts in 2017. So they gave him this contract with an extension, I guess, uh, in 2016. Uh, whatever. But he was terrible in 2016. Too. I don't. Uh, I just don't get it. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I'm, so. that's, that's, he's my pick. I mean, there's nobody else to, to pick. You know. I mean, it's, it's oh exactly yeah, he was your pick. pick. He was your pick in left field as well, oh, too. God, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. No. All right, so then let's move on to center field, and you, you, you tell me who your pick was. Now, remember, we have different philosophies on, on yeah. who we pick. So um, uh, I, I actually picked probably – did you collect baseball cards when you were a kid? Not, not, not like you did, no. Okay, I was a big baseball card collector, and, and, and there's a big joke that go around, like Rob will say, if anybody ever – Purposely harmed the baseball card, put it in the spikes of their of their bicycle, did anything. It, I would freak out. It was like, it, I, I mean, baseball cards were. You never touch with them. You never mess with them. And if, so if you, I was a, you were you were the guy that flipped baseball cards with oh with, friend, your, with your friends. Never, never. Okay. But if I was a collector today and I got this guy's card, I'd rip it in half. That's how much I can't stand. Uh, um, he's. Can I guess? Can I guess who it is? Yeah. Byron Buxton. No, no, come on. <laughs> Seriously? Okay. No. Uh, uh. no, 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 no. I, I, I actually still have some faith in Byron Buxton. Uh, I think he's got a got a little bit of a problem with his head, but I, I think he'll, I think he'll eventually, you know, the talent will come out. I just, the, I don't have a, too, a problem with too, him. Too good. Too good to. Uh, to be this bad, is what you're something saying like about Byron, Byron Buxton. Yeah, okay. something like that. So the guy I picked, he played in 60 games last year. Um, so I sort of think he qualifies. He's only played in 10 games this year. Drew Stubbs. Oh, yeah, he got to go. He got to go. If he never – I mean, this guy shouldn't even be in the minor leagues. What the hell he's doing on the San Francisco Giants is beyond me. He's – you know, okay, well, he had some power. He had some speed. That's it. Lifetime yeah. 240 hitter strikes out at an insane pace. Insane pace, yep. You know, and it, it's, it, oh, it's, it's just awful. He doesn't, it, I can't even get into it. I mean, he might be a decent defensive guy, but 
last year he was he's like the little Jeff Francoeur but less talented. Right. He was he was on Atlanta, Texas, and Baltimore last year. That means, oh by the way, Colorado paid him last year five point eight million dollars. Oof. And he didn't play for Colorado. Yeah, no, he hasn't <laughs> played Colorado since since uh, 2015. So, but Colorado still paid him, and oh. Drew Stubbs. I, I I don't want to drag this out. I just can't stand Drew Stubbs. He's got to go. Well, he 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 played ten games with uh, San Francisco this year. Was released, and now he's playing in, playing in the minor leagues for in the Texas Rangers organization. Uh, okay, I, I I I see his uh, uh, I see his baseball reference. He actually has team Texas Rangers minors. I didn't even notice that. So he's on yes. yet another team. Yeah, and so he basically is on his way out, you know? Six teams in three years. He's, oh, awful. I can't stand him. Can't stand yeah. him. <laughs> can't stand you. Can't stand um, him. For my choice for, uh, um, for center fielder, I'm picking a guy who, based on his current skill set, clearly shouldn't be a center fielder anymore. But because the team that he plays for uh, is run by an inept bunch of idiots, uh, he's he's being forced to play center field, um, and it's a shame because he is one of baseball's good guys. Uh, for a couple of years, he was one of my favorite players in the game. Still a really nice guy, but at 36, Curtis Granderson is batting 159, 230, 304. So he can't hit. He's a center fielder who can't field. Uh, he's got. He, he, he doesn't have any arm anymore. He, he's taking terrible routes. Um, he used to be a guy that you could count on to steal some bases for you. Uh, last year he stole four bases. Uh, this year he's he's got he's got one. Um, he's always struck out a lot. Um, uh, led the league in strikeouts once when he was younger, when he was when he was 25. But we'll always strike out, you know, 100, 150 or so times a year if you give him the, if you give him the opportunity. Uh, he's got 35 strikeouts in 40 games this year. Uh, I hate to say, Curtis Granison, but you got to go. <laughs> uh, I will tell you something that I uh, I don't uh, I don't share too often. Uh, uh, he's my most hated baseball player, and I don't watch the Mets specifically because he's on the team. Really? Can't stand him. Oh, I can't stand him. I just it's. Just, can't 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 stand him. Just don't like him. Okay. No, never liked him. Never. From, and I see. Yeah, I mean, I liked him when he was with the Detroit. Detroit games. Yeah. Never yeah. liked him. Okay. He was one yeah. of the. He was. He, uh, you know, in 2007, he had one of those rare 2020-20 seasons. You know, 2020-2020, where he had yeah. uh, 20 plus doubles, triples, home runs, and stolen bases. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, and then you know, came to the Yankees and and, and became a power hitter. And, uh, you know, uh, 40 home runs in, in uh, two of his three years with the Yankees. Um, but, yeah. I, I don't okay. watch him because there is no reason he should be on the field. Okay. Put him in the booth. Do something. Not on the field. Put a kid out there. Uh, all right. Well, let's move, let's move to right field. Uh, I agree. I mean, to me, their outfield should be Cespedes, Conforto, and I guess Jay Bruce, but you know what? What, what, what are you, you going to say? 
or, or uh, Nemo and Nemo's back, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so we're gonna go to we're, we're gonna go to right field now, um, which was very difficult for me um, for a number of reasons uh, because some of my hated, most hated current players in the league play right field. Uh, Jason Hayward, uh, I easily could have just picked him as as a gotta go, you gotta go kind of guy. Um, Jay Bruce, right fielder, can't stand him. You gotta go. I went the guy that I picked though. I started looking at his last few years, and I decided that a guy that I used to really like, um, to me, just doesn't do it for me anymore. And uh, and I'm going with Carlos Gonzalez, believe it or not. Oh, from Colorado. Yeah. yeah, he was on my from, list too. From Colorado. He's, yeah. he's only 31. <clears throat> this year, you know, he's batting 219, 291, 322. He's been off. But if you look at even at his last two years, you know, before that, uh, 285, 337, 522, pretty good for, you know, 113 OPS plus. But not so much for a power hitting right fielder who plays half his games in Colorado. You know, when you start when you when you look at Colorado, and you know, for a while we were you know there we were thinking that uh you know this is a guy that led the league in hitting when he was 24, uh you know even last year he had 42 home runs. He had 42 home runs, but he, but you know it, it was kind of it was kind of empty. His OPS plus was only 110. Uh, didn't really do too much too much else. Um, he was a guy that was you know dogged with injuries a little bit earlier in, in, in his career. Um, originally came up with Oakland. I always forget that. Did you remember that? Yeah, that was the Matt Holiday trade. Yeah. Yeah. But um, he actually becomes a free agent next year. And he's doing after, this. After this year. After this year. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Becomes a free agent next year. Uh, or yeah. he's a free agent in 2018. Yeah. He's being paid $20 million for the Rockies this year. And, and, and like I said, putting up numbers – like like I just like I just threw it. Two nineteen. Two ninety two. Three twenty two slug. Three twenty two slug for a guy that that's played half his games in, in, in Colorado this year. That just seems impossible to me. Yeah, especially because the rest of the team seems to be uh yeah. well the rest of the black mom's doing 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 very well. But yeah, he this is this is this is a really, really bad time for a guy like him, you know, yeah. to, to start petering out. Mark Reynolds is hitting well. Arenado's hitting well. Uh, Blackman's yeah. hitting well. They're Ian Desmond just came back and is hitting well. My you God, know? Ian Desmond's on the team. That's right. He's hitting well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, Carlos, Car- Carlos Gonzalez is their worst everyday um, player, and that's including Tony Walters, the Tony Walters, uh, Dustin Garneau, uh, uh, you know, catching tandem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Trevor Story's pretty damn bad, but Trevor Story's at least hitting some home runs, uh, and he's and he's on the you know, on the DL anyway right now. But yeah. he's at least slugging close to 400. Carlos Gonzalez is slugging 322. I mean, this is a you know, like you said, it's a it's a bad year for for a guy at the worst op, worst possible moment. If, if I told you, if I made a bet with you and I said that 
on May 21st, Mark Reynolds would have 39 RBIs playing full-time for Colorado, and Carlos Gonzalez playing full-time would have 12. What odds right. did you give me on that? He's 12 home runs for Mark Reynolds and, and, and two for Carlos Gonzalez. What, what, what odds would you give me that Mark Reynolds has three times as many RBIs as Carlos Gonzalez? Uh, I, I wouldn't even give yeah. you one. Yeah, yeah. I uh, just, you know, sucker's bet. But, yeah, Cargo, Cargo's got to go. Yeah, it's a shame because he's a player that I've liked in the past. But, you know, maybe maybe he'll figure it out. Maybe he's playing hurt. I don't know. But if he has been playing hurt, it seems like he's been playing hurt for a couple of years now, even with all the home runs that he hit last year. Well, the, the player that I picked um, is, I guess he's still a uh, – yeah, he's not playing a lot this year, but he is a starting right fielder. Um, and I can't stand – the reason I can't stand guys like Upton, the Uptons or I can't stand uh, players is they just dog it. And that's why I want to get rid of them. And, uh, okay. and um, there was a guy who came up uh, from, uh, from Cuba, uh, Cuba, signed a, a, like a 10-year contract um, when he first uh, came up uh, uh, or whatever he did um, to get out of out of Cuba um, okay. and just just never seemed to really put in the effort. Got the check, never really seemed to put in the effort. Uh, got a real last year uh, and uh, then um, the Cubs shipped him off to the Royals and it's Jorge Soler. Oh, okay. Who's, uh, who's in the minors uh, for right now, uh, Kansas yeah. City. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing talent, just doesn't do a goddamn thing with it. He's got 146, just just doesn't even give a shit. So, uh, so Jorge Soler and, is the guy I think is And he's got a 10-year contract? Had a ten-year contract when he got signed by the Cubs. Wow. Yeah. That's hard. That's hard to believe. Well, you know, when when the Cuban players started coming along, uh, they uh, they signed him to a. Uh, well, let me, okay, I just looked. It was a nine-year contract. Nine-year right. contract. He's he's a free agent for the first time in 2021. Yeah, so it's a nine-year contract that he signed. Um, wow. No? Yeah. And uh, I don't – you know the thing I don't – Yeah, he's going to he, he's, he's be uh, – he's, he's going to be making $5 million a year or $4.7 million a year for the next three years. Um, he's actually uh, – he's free he's – free, he would have been free agent eligible uh, um, next year. And – he may opt out of his remaining salaries and go into arbitration and said, he's probably not going to do that. <laughs> yes, I don't think he's going to do that. <laughs> probably well, I not going to do that. Yeah. I, I may want to actually try to get, you know, one decent year in the majors before, before he does that, because <sighs> that's pretty, that's pretty bad. Now I'm All not right, saying. Uh, what's that? All right. No, we'll, we'll just keep going. Yeah. All right. To, to to finish out, um, hitters. Did you pick a DH? Yeah, I think Brandon Moss. Um, I think I Brandon Moss. Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, I'm Brandon sure we him for the same reason. Yeah. He's 33. He looks done. Uh, you know, he's always a guy that's going to strike out a lot to hit you some home runs. This year, 
he does have six home runs, but he's only got nine RBI. That, that almost says as much about the Kansas City Royals as a team, uh, uh, you know, uh, as it does Brandon Moss. But uh, but he is batting 177, 252, 385. I almost went Carlos Beltran there, but I, I couldn't do it because he's been the second least effective uh, DH in the league uh, after Brandon Moss. But I still have a lot of... Uh, a, a lot of respect and uh, admiration for uh, for Carlos Beltran. When he finally does retire, I'll be sad to see him go. Yeah, um, I, I I I definitely agree. I think I think uh, and Beltran batting second the other day, but ahead of Altuve. So right. I, I guess they they were trying to get him going, but uh, yeah. But Brand, Brandon Moss is the ultimate. Oh, I have a contract coming up. I better start hitting, and because he's got a he's right. got a seven million dollar contract for next year with the Royals, and then a mutual option. I just looked at, but Brandon Moss, he, he, plus he's a little ginger, and you know how we feel about that. So, yep, exactly. So, <laughs> well, not we, little. Um, relief pitcher, and then starting pitcher, and then sleepy time. Sure. All right. Um, who'd you go with? Uh, well, okay. Uh, I guess relief pitcher. I should go first because. Uh, you went Brandon Moss first there. I just happen to agree with you. Uh, for relief pitcher, I don't think you're going to disagree with me here either. Um, it's a guy that uh, has been a quality uh, relief pitcher in, in, in the big leagues for much, much longer than either of us can, can actually fathom. Uh, I, I'm going with K-Rod, Frank, Francesco Rodriguez. Uh, at, 30, at 34, he's 1-5 uh, in five with a 7.63 ERA. He's got four blown saves. What's amazing to me is he still leads the league in games finished, which means that they were still throwing him out there, uh, <laughs> you know, almost almost every day, uh, or you know, you know, every every time. He's just he's toast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't. Uh, every once in a while, a relief pitcher will will have a comeback season and and uh, and surprise everybody. Like, it already seems like he's had his comeback, doesn't it? Uh, he was a he was a guy he's had that it was, twice. Yeah, he he was a guy that was lights out, you know, for, for the Angels when he first came up. Obviously, that's when he got his nickname. Yeah. Um. Uh, after, uh, did he go right to the Mets afterwards? Yeah, I, I think he went to the Mets when he was when he was free, and he was still still a good pitcher. And then he went to Milwaukee, where he was a setup guy. Yeah. And. Was a setup guy over in Milwaukee after John Axford, uh, I believe, in 2012 and 2013, oh, and then in, and, and then in 2013 they traded him to Baltimore, and then they then he came back yep. to Milwaukee, uh, and was once again a uh, you know a solid closer if not spectacular, all star uh, two years in a row from Milwaukee two years in a row uh, 44 saves 38 saves and then he went to Detroit last year uh, where he had uh, where he had you know 44 saves um, you know ERA inching up higher and higher uh, case for nine inning walks all going up every year um, case for nine inning going down and walks going up is what I meant and then this year he's just imploded yes yeah. Um, you know, he took took the. You know, you're right. It's the second second comeback. And uh, first place, if it wasn't for him. Yep, yep. Four blown saves this year. Um, uh, he's being paid six million uh, as a reliever this year. 
Uh, he's free agent after this year. Uh, it doesn't seem like he's going to come back and be anything. He might be a free agent after the show. <laughs> he might be a free agent after the show. Yeah. Um, along the same lines, um, but for a very similar reason, I went with Neftali Feliz. Okay. Um, uh, because he he was the same exact story um, as uh, as K Rod came up was great was lights out. Um, they turned him into a reliever. They tried to turn him back into a starter. Um, just like just like Boston what happened with Dan with a boy Dan Bard, you know he couldn't handle it and he freaked out uh, and just never recovered. Um, you know he got injured. He's actually the closer. Somehow he came back and had a decent season for the Pittsburgh bullpen last year, but that's Ray yep. Gearage, you know, great, great pitching coach. Pittsburgh knows what they're doing with their pitchers, knows when to use them. Uh, didn't put him in a closer role, I, I, you know, very often. I think he had a handful of saves. Um, went to Milwaukee, you know, saying, oh, well, uh, they can uh, they can use an arm, you know, but, you know, closer, and he's just, He's just awful. I'd say Milwaukee would be in first place if it wasn't for him, but for some strange yeah. reason they are in first place. But uh, <laughs> for, for reasons similar to John Axford, he's 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 got to go. And yeah, he yeah. he's pretty damn bad this year. One and four with six point three five ERA. He does have eight saves, but uh, but he's no longer saving games for them, right? Yeah, they have Knable. For some reason, the K is not silent. Knebel, 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 right? Yeah, Knebel, Knebel, yeah, is the closer. So that's mine. Um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna tell you who my starting pitcher is, and then I okay. want you to close this with your starting pitcher. Sure. Um, so once again, I, once again, you cannot pick Jared Weaver to be part of the Jared Weaver Fall Stars. No, I'm not. I'm not. Okay, no, I'm just um, Okay, well. I started with Jeff Mathis. Then I went with Jeffrey Marte. Hmm? Uh, so you wanted um, to get another Jeff? Another I, Jeff in there? <laughs> well, yes. I, I wanted to get a, another, uh, definitely another Jeff in there. I um, I, I went with uh, oh, Jeff Samardizidja. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, be, probably because you know, he, he, it was a big story when, when, when he actually got um, signed by the Cubs because he was a wide receiver at Notre Dame, but he mm-hmm. happened to be able to throw a good fastball. Uh, he came up in the minus as a starting pitcher for the Cubs, wasn't very good, came up to the Cubs as, as a starting pitcher, wasn't very good, um, went, uh, you know, got decent enough, they traded him to Oakland, he was good, went to the White Sox, was terrible. Back to San Francisco was okay, and now he's uh, he's nothing special. But I just I, I I don't know how to say his name, and for that reason, I I, I just wanted to go. Could you spell it blind right now if I said so? No, no. Okay, never was. I've never been able to spell his name. <laughs> there are, there are so, certain certain major league players, Mark Mark Zinke, um uh, Jeff Smarja, guys like that. No, I can't. I can't spell it. Right. So, so for for the reasons that I say, plus I don't think he's very good. Um, plus, I'm sick of looking at him. Plus, I can't spell the last name in my mind. He's got to go. Okay. <laughs> um, I went with. Um, uh, I went, I, I'm just going to come out and say I went with Obaldo Jimenez. 
Um, uh, he's 33. Uh, seems like he's older. Seems like he's been in the league for a while. Uh, this year, he's uh, started seven games. He's one and two with a 6.52 ERA. He's always been volatile, uh, but you know, Baltimore just keeps keeps throwing him keeps throwing him out out there. You know? uh, he, he was actually decent in 2015 for them, even though he had a you know four point whatever ERA. But he hasn't been what you would consider to be, a, you know, a, a really good or a great starting pitcher since 2010. And yet, here it is, 2017, and he still somehow has a spot in in Baltimore's rotation. Uh, he may have he may have actually just recently lost it when uh, when Chris Tillman came back. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, he's only got seven starts this year, um, as opposed to like you know the, the nine that he should have. But uh, uh, he, he's 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 pretty awful, and uh, and he needs to go. Yeah, that the 2010, he went 15 wins in the first half of the season, four the rest of the way. Yeah, so, so he, he's been bad since the middle of 2010, and and that's a great one. If we were, to, if we had to pick, I I would sit my Samarja and go right with Ubaldo. That's a great one. I think it's yeah, a good list. It's called. It's not a good list. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were going to do uh, – we just don't have time tonight, but we were going to do uh, a, a similar list of players we can see more of, you know, like – and, you know, maybe you would throw a Ichiro Suzuki in there because we still love seeing him play, even though he's clearly not the player that, that, that he was. Maybe yeah. we will do that, you know, at some, at some point going forward. Um, but before we end the show, I do want to do your quick quick thing about, you know, three ballparks that need to go. Okay. And uh, and I think we both can agree. I think we both can agree on on all three of them. Uh-huh. I think if you had to blindly pick three, I don't know if you did do it for the show, but uh, to me, it's it's very simple. Tropicana Field, Rogers Center. Why? Artificial turf. Both of them. The only mm-hmm. two remaining. The only two remaining artificial turf stadiums. Gotta go. Yep. And and uh, the last one I would pick would be Oakland Alameda County Stadium. Same, same three as me. Yeah. Which 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 they're clear, which they're clearly working on. They've been they've been working on getting getting rid of that stadium for 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 years now. You know they want the you know they want to move the team to San Jose. You know you know a bunch of different things. Yep. But uh, but uh, Major League Baseball, the city of Oakland, uh, the California Angels. And the San Francisco Giants have all California. Did I say California? Um, we don't know where they're from anymore, so it doesn't matter. The Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles. <laughs> no, yes. the Los Angeles, Los Angeles, California Angels of I don't know. Of Anaheim. Yeah, but it's it's more Major League Baseball and the Giants uh, uh, blocking that move. The Giants saying that San Jose is part of their territory, which is stupid as hell because. Oakland is part of their territory if you consider that it's right over the bridge from San, San Francisco. So, do you, do you know what they call their stadium officially? It's Oakland Alameda County Stadium. No, no, it's now called the Angel Stadium of Anaheim. Oh, oh, yeah, no, uh, you're talking about the Angels. I, I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, a- Angel Stadium of Anaheim. Really? Isn't that bad? That's, that is just terrible. Oh, yeah. That, that, you know, it's, you know, it's got to go. 
Why? The name of that team. The name of that team has got to go. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you do you know why Fenway is actually called Fenway? Well, the area of Fenway, the the area of Boston where it is, where it's in, is called right. the Fens. Yeah. But I mean that's that's you know. The marshland. As far as the I fens. know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Fens. That's right. You Angel I, I Stadium. Love... Angel Stadium of Anaheim. I just had to look that up. That is terrible. I, I actually asked two people I know that are Boston fans and asked them, why are they called Fenway Park? And they looked, they go, I never thought of it. They go, You've been a Fenway Park fan for 30 years and you never thought, it's just, it's just, they just never thought about it. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Fenway Park, I don't know what it is. Now, there are some terrible names for, 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 for ballparks. Oh, uh, White Sox Park uh, is awful. <laughs> white, yeah, White, uh, Guaranteed right field. Angel Stadium of uh, of Anaheim is 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 pretty bad. Yeah. Um, Globe Life Park in Arlington. That's what it's called now. It's it used Uh, to just be called the ballpark. The ballpark. It's now Globe Life Park in. Yeah. um, Yeah, Chicago Guaranteed Rate Field. That's that is not good. Um, we've uh, you know as I said, uh, Oakland, uh, Alameda County Coliseum. Do you know what the full name of the ballpark where where Baltimore plays is? Camden Yards. It's actually Oriole Park at Camden Yards. Oh, I did not know that. That's the official name of it. Huh. Uh, we've got uh, uh, the old Jake uh, in, in Cleveland is now called Progressive Field. Right. Uh, the Rogers Rogers Center is a terrible name for a terrible ballpark. Uh, right. And and uh, uh, if somebody asked me where SunTrust Park was, I would tell them to go. Fuck, <laughs> I would tell them to go fuck themselves because there's no ballpark named SunTrust Park, but that's the new ballpark where Atlanta plays. Uh, is is SunTrust Park? Mm. Sorry, give me Wrigley Field, Yankee Stadium. Uh, you know, um, one of my uh, favorite parks, the Great American National Ballpark. Park. The Great American Ballpark, yeah, that's that's a great name for uh, for uh, for Cincinnati's uh, ballpark. Really love the name of that, Great American Ballpark. There you go. All right, I think we were mean and we went on a little longer than we wanted to, but uh, um, uh, maybe some of these players deserved it. Maybe some of them didn't. You know. Feeling a little bad for uh, Carlos Gonzalez and Curtis Granderson. I know you don't like Curtis Granderson, but uh, what are you going to do? Would you pick the starting uh, pitcher? I got Ubaldo Jimenez. Right, right. Okay, got it. Okay, I that's right. I have to write that down. So let's end, let's end it on that note. Um, you can find us here in the cornfield. You can find us on uh, iTunes. Hello? I'm here. Oh, it sounded like you were uh, clicking in and out there. Um, uh, Twitter, all, you know, we're all over the goddamn place, uh, and we're all over the goddamn place. We're, you know, we're, just, you know, I had some more stuff about tacos to talk to you about tonight, but uh, but we didn't even get a chance to to, to do that. It's on my list because uh, you wanted me to send out the uh, the yeah, questionnaire. I, I I keep forgetting to do it. We'll 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 get a chance to do that. I just got a busy week coming up, so uh, um, we'll figure it out. 
I really uh, thought we so, cut this at 10 o'clock. Sorry it took so long, but I really enjoyed no. this. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. All right, so uh, we will catch you next week in the cornfield. Say goodbye to the kids, Colonel. Night-night. Night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.